Megan Hicks of I Run Far, and we're here in Zagama, Spain. It's the day before the 2017 Zagama Marathon. I'm with the UK's John Albin. Nice to meet you, John. Nice to meet you too. So I've heard a lot about you, but this is actually going to be my first time watching you race. But you come from a pretty diverse sport history. Since this is our first interview with you on I Run Far, can you tell us a little bit about your sports background? Yeah, so I didn't really start running till I was about 20, and I'm 28 now. Okay. Before that, I played skate hockey, so it's the same as ice hockey, but on, <laughs> on wheels in a sports hall. So that was a lot of fun, but then once I quit, I kind of needed to stay fit, so I took up running. Uh, and then I found obstacle course racing, which okay. I'm not sure how many people have heard too much about, but it's growing pretty fast, and it's uh, a really fun sport. I did my first event when I was yeah, 20 or 21, and really enjoyed it, and managed to complete it, which was the idea at the time and then just entered into more and more and more and then it seemed that I really enjoyed this whole running malarkey so then found the mountain running as well and um, here we are today taking part in one of the most classic mountain races in the world. Um, obstacle course racing is a, is a new but really fascinating phenomenon in endurance sports and there seem to be some people doing the crossover thing like you experimenting with obstacle course racing, doing some mountain running, doing some ultra running as a person who started with obstacle courses, how do you find the crossover to be? Does it work for you? Yeah, I think it works fine. If anything, it's really fun because obstacle racing is such a new sport. There's always a lot of athletes in other sports who think, oh, I could just go and do that and I'd, I'd win easily. So because my sport is so much more competitive, da, 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 da. But I'm trying to do it the other way, whereas I'm coming from obstacle racing, which I think gives you a lot of skills which do transfer into other sports. Coming to other sports, then try and beat them at their own game, which is a lot of fun. Um, and if you look at your obstacle course results, you've got um, kind of a lot of long distance stuff in there. You must like being out, um, like repeating courses, repeating obstacles over and over for a, a long amount of time. You find that fun? Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. Obstacle races can go from 30 seconds up to 24 hours. And it's fun to be an athlete which can do any any type of event like that that's one of the beauty of the obstacle races you need to be such a rounded athlete so to be able to run a very short distance or a very long distance is part of that i like to sort of think that you have to be a rounded athlete to do that and that's kind of the fitness i aim for so that makes me a good obstacle racer mm. um it's not, sometimes not the most fun doing continuous laps of the same course <laughs> but then it's really fun to find out that yeah you can run for 24 hours um and yeah it's better prize money sometimes for the longer races too there is some serious prize money in obstacle course racing right now, isn't there? Yeah, I think uh, it's a real mass participation course and then uh, a sport and then that can feed in then to the top guys running, I guess. And also a lot of the events are trying to entice better com competition within races and one way of doing that is to offer good prize money. Mm. Uh, it's not so much about the prestige of winning sometimes, it's about the prize pot and then the prestige will come once the races get it more embedded and they've been running for quite a few years. Mm. Last year you participated in the Skyrunning Extreme Series. Um, did you do any Skyrunning the year before that? Uh, yeah, last year was the first year that I really aimed towards one of the series. Okay. Before that it was more kind of mismatched. Um, I started with Lamona as my first Sky Race, I think that was in 2012. Oh, wow. And then the, okay. next, the next year I just did, uh, I did Dolomites and Tromso and on the back of my Tromso win I got invited to the Matterhorn Ultrax Sky Race. Uh, so I did those three and then the year after that obviously was last year and I thought well it would be really fun to actually try and go for a series the and series. the Extreme Series looked like it would really suit me. It was kind of like sort of ultra distances, ultra distances but not too far 
and they looked like a lot of fun like the races like Tromso Glencoe came along which had like scrambling and it just looked like a lot of fun so I thought I'll go for that go for that series and see what happens so so it kind of, I don't know, might seem natural that now this year you're here in Zagama, which is a true mountain running race, but it does have some just unique features. There's, I mean, not true scrambling, but there's some rocks that you're going to have to navigate around, super steep grass slopes, um, really rocky riverbeds, things like that. Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to finding out, to be honest. I haven't really <laughs> seen too much of the course. In fact, I haven't run here whatsoever yet, so I'm really excited. Um, marathon's a good distance for me, I guess, and... Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I've heard so much about the crowds, especially, so I just can't wait to get into the race and see what all the hype is about because I think it's going to be amazing. Intoxicated Basque <laughs> country fans at 10 a.m. cheering you on the mountain. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I can't wait. And, um, you know, oftentimes up on top of the mountain, it's real foggy, and so, you know, there's people having parties on the side of the trail, but you don't see them till the last second. This year, you're going to see just probably trains of people extending out into the distance. Yeah, I think if it was the poor weather, that would probably have suited me more. But I think having the views is going to um, is going to make up for it. So I think that I hear that from people who are from the UK all the time. The shittier the weather, the uh, better you're going to do. Yeah, I guess sometimes <laughs> it's not the better we're going to do. We're probably all going to do worse. It's just we'll handle the conditions better than some of the people yeah. which are used to uh, the sun and sort of nice dry trails all the time. So. Um, it probably would slow the course down quite a lot and that would suit me because it gets a bit more nitty gritty mm. but apart from that it's still a lot of fun to run in the sun it might, I might not be quite used to the, the heat that much but we'll see how that goes I have to worry, like, think about hydration quite a lot and what I'm going to take on board but this will be the first hot race this year as well so we'll see how it goes and fortunately this is one of the they have an insane number of refreshment stations. There's water like every few kilometers on this race, isn't there? Yeah, I heard it's like nearly, it's just over every three kilometers. Isn't that amazing? Uh, it's, it's actually just like the London Marathon or an actual marathon, <laughs> exactly. except for this, this race goes up 2,800 meters into the mountain sort of thing. So it, is, it, is a, it must be a crazy um, logistical uh, process to try and organize a race like this, but they obviously do such a good job and that's why it's the, mm. one of the most famous mountain races in the world. Um, so you are from the UK but you live in Norway. Just a few more background questions about you. How'd you arrive to Norway? What do you do there? And it sounds like you train with a few other runners who you see around skyrunning races too? Yeah, um, I moved to Norway because my wife is Norwegian. She studied in the UK uh, for four years uh, but we'd already met before that and had a long distance relationship with me okay. flying out to Norway. And then um, she wanted to do a master's in Bergen on the west coast of Norway. So I said, yeah, okay, I'll come. So I quit my job in London and uh, moved up to Norway. And then that's when, once I did quit my job, I thought, oh, I'm just going to take a few months to learn Norwegian and kind of bed myself in. And that coincided with training for two really big obstacle races mm. in, the, in, the, in the States. So when I went and won those, we kind of had a discussion and thought, well, what do you want to do for the next few years? And I thought, well, why don't I try running? <laughs> so I became a professional full-time athlete. Okay. And I've been doing that since. I just got a part-time job just to give my week a little bit of structure. But apart from that, I'm, um, yeah, I'm a full-time runner. Kind of 50% of my season is sky racing and 50% is obstacle racing. And while I'm young with less responsibilities, it's, um, <laughs> it's an amazing experience. So. Um, and your schedule for 2017, are you going to participate in the Extreme Series again as well as some Sky Races or what's your plan on the mountain running side of things? When I looked into what Sky Races I wanted to do, I kind of thought about a few different things. The first thing was what races I actually want to do, like Zagama is one of them, it's one of those famous races I've heard so much about, I want to go and do that. 
And I also saw that Sky, the Sky Racing Federation have made it possible to be an overall winner across all the different mm. disciplines. And I thought well, that's something that kind of appeals to yeah. me because I like to try and challenge myself with lots of different types of distances yeah. and types of races. So then I looked into which races aren't at elevation because I race very poorly um, when uh, there's a lot of elevation involved, not actual like climbing, at but at, at altitude. Got it. Uh, so I looked at some races which don't go up that high. Um, one being Zagama, another one being Madeira Sky Race, which is next uh, next Saturday, yeah. and third being Mount Olympus because that looked like a lot of fun. You do go up to three thousand right. meters, but then you come straight back down again. So you don't spend <laughs> brief interlude. Yeah, you don't don't spend too much time up there. Something like Kima last year, you kind of run up to wherever it was two and a half, three thousand meters, and you just stay there for mm. the entire race. So I always seem to race poorly when it's like that. Okay, and then. Um, I had to have two more races and I could take two more extreme races so Tromso is uh, a lot of fun and Glencoe was an absolutely amazing race last year as well so I really want to go back and do that one. So I've got five races which should give me an overall placing overall and a possibility to do well in the extreme series again because I've got the two extreme races in there. And then it sounds like you're going to still fit some OCR racing in there. Yeah, I've already done a bit. I actually had an eight-hour obstacle race two weeks ago where I had to do as many laps as possible. So uh, that was that was fun. But yeah, I've got a lot of obstacle racing in there as well. I think between now and maybe October, I've got to race pretty much every weekend, maybe two or three weekends off. But uh, busy, but it's a fun lifestyle. Taking professional running or professional multi-sport racing seriously. Yeah, I know. It's, I actually, it's the first time this year that I had a proper off-season. I'm really mm. trained without racing. And I had three months of just training. I thought, oh my God, this is absolutely amazing. Being actually <laughs> able to train towards racing is just, it was like phenomenal because you can actually tire yourself out for weeks on end and then have a week rest and some more weeks training sort of thing and actually build yourself up rather than training hard for three days then resting for two or three days mm. for a race. So. Uh, that was a lot of fun, and I'm hoping that it's got me in better shape this mm. year than last. Seems like the the dilemma with a lot of mountain athletes these days is that there's so many interesting things to do, places to go, really interesting courses, but then there is that like mm, training, resting, <laughs> recovering, tapering aspect of the sport. Yeah, I guess it's that whole like you want to do well in racing, but then also a lot of us are just racing just for the experience. Um, and that's why it's so fun to come to places like this and then race Madeira next weekend just with one week in between. It's a, it's a lot of fun, but it does take a toll on your body. Uh, sometimes I do think, wow, what if I was an Ironman athlete and I could just do like two races a year? What would that be like? Just training continuously just for yeah. like, maybe two races. That would yeah. be absolutely crazy, but then probably a lot less fun, I would have thought. Probably a lot less fun. Well, good luck to you tomorrow around the Zagama Marathon course, and I think whether or not it's a hot day, whether or not it's a good day for you, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Best of luck to you. Thank you very much.